Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, a CME podcast series where each week we translate today's late-breaking clinical research and news into tomorrow's practice. I'm Frank Domino, professor in the Department of Family Medicine and Community Health at the University of Massachusetts Medical School and editor-in-chief of the 5-Minute Clinical Consult series. Be sure to visit primed.com podcast after the discussion for more information about today's article and to claim CME CE credit. James is a healthy six-year-old and he's being seen today for his well child visit via telehealth. Mom says he's doing well, but he really misses his friends and misses going to school every day. He currently goes three days a week, every other week, and is using the iPad on his virtual school days. Mom says the activities are engaging, but it's a struggle some days. She knows he's watching a lot more screen time on this device. Due to the pandemic and social distancing, cold weather and snow, he doesn't go out and play much. They live in an apartment and mom says, until I can get the vaccine, I just don't want him being around a lot of other people. What advice can we offer James and his mom today? Is there any health risk regard to watching a screen as much as James is? Hi, this is Frank Domino and joining me today is Susan Feeney, doctor of nurse practitioners and the director of the nurse practitioner tracks at the University of Massachusetts Medical School's Graduate School of Nursing. Good morning, Susan. Good morning, Frank. We all are on screens all the time. Um, Can you talk a little bit about the association between school closings and the development of myopia in school-age children? Yes. So it turns out it's not a direct effect by the pandemic. In other words, the COVID virus doesn't cause changes to the eye regarding this. It's really how we have accommodated for this pandemic. So there appears to be a correlation between kids being home, confined, also not being in a classroom, um, and the development and the increase of myopia, especially in in school-age kids, six, seven, and eight, is where we're we're seeing this more. And, um, you know, you think about what a six-year-old would normally be doing pre-pandemic, they'd be in class, and if you think they're sitting at a desk, they do some close work, but they're looking up at the blackboard, they're interacting with their friends, they're running around outside. And so their vision is going from near to far, near to far, and that's accommodation is is happening all day long. But now that they, you know, that type of accommodation, that type of change in their near to far vision has really been restricted. Um, And even if they're going to school a couple days a week, the majority of their time is being uh, looking closely at, at a screen. So this has really had an impact. Um, And, you know, hopefully we'll see a change in this soon. And uh, but there definitely has been an uptick in myopia in this age group. And I think also across the board, uh, all ages. Well, I I think even before the pandemic began, uh, the addictive nature of screens was well recognized both in children and adults. Um, But now the pandemic has just put a put a, a a real magnifying glass on this problem what's the what's the recent evidence about the influence of pandemic related behavior on children's vision well there was a study um, out of China that came out this year and it basically they have been doing pretty intensive um, refractory type of evaluation on children across the board from I think school age through adolescence for the last five years. And um, what they saw 
starting in, you know, that associated with the pandemic. So January through through um, like October of this year, they saw an incredible increase in myopia and the kids that were in um, which they all were in home confinement. And in China, they had a pretty significant home conf uh, confinement as well. It was fairly across the board and they were basically in their homes from January to May. And what they found was in six-year-olds, a 400% increase in myopia. Um, and they saw like a, a like a 100 or 200% increase in seven-year-olds and a 40% in eight-year-olds. And they felt that this was uh, totally associated with this home confinement and online courses uh, for all the things we just talked about. The fact is that's a fundamental change for this age group. They're used to being in class and looking and having a change in their vision from near to far and not being so focused on a screen. So that was really uh, an alarm bell. And I think it threw a, threw a real alarm through the whole uh, across the world, uh, especially with ophthalmologists, that this, this is something we, we really need to address. Well, it, it, I mean, these numbers are quite high and yeah. they're, they're disturbing. Um, do we have any idea what the short and long-term effects of all this screen time might be on children's vision? Well, what we know about myopia is that the more severe the myopia is in the earlier onset, it has a significant correlation with poor vision outcomes as people age. So we know that that children who develop myopia, significant myopia in childhood, uh, often go on to develop really sight-threatening complications like retinal degeneration, glaucoma, and retinal detachment because it you know it changes the sphere of the eye. So, and when this is when does this usually come about is when they go into the working world. So, you know, if this truly is something that's happening and may not be reversible, what does this mean for vision of this this group of kids as they age, you know, so it's it's something we need to really be aware of because this is not this. There are some poor outcomes that are associated with significant myopia when children develop it at that age. All right. So we've got a fairly important pandemic related uh, problem that right. can have a lifetime of, of impact. Um, what are we going to tell James and his mom today? Well, I, and I I did want to mention about why it so affect why it impacts these kids this age group when they look across the full age range of children they really saw this significance in this age group versus teenagers and and what they said was this really wasn't a change for teenagers right they were already sitting and watching looking at a screen that 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 the behavior wasn't changing but there is there is some theory that a child at six has a very vulnerable eye, if you will, and more vulnerable to those environmental triggers to develop um, myopia. Um, so I thought that was an interesting uh, theory anyway. So um, it seems to really be impacting this. So I think what I would say to James's mother was, you know, I think we're at a point now where if you can get him outside and playing, um, you know, using social distancing, using a mask, getting him outside to play, structuring screen time so that you really are limiting it as much as you can. Um, and that we also need to be checking his acuity. You know, we, we can't just assume since we have to do telehealth that we can't be assessing this. And I would be, um, you know, very apt to refer if I had a kid with uh, signs of, of decreased um, acuity 
um, and to send them for evaluation. I think I think th those last two points um, are, are very important. First is that we probably need to do visual acuity as a routine part of their annual exam, and maybe even more frequently um, as a screening tool while while we're we're suffering um, school closure, partial or fully. And, and then the second is just long term. Um, my my experience with five and six year olds are they're pretty they're they're pretty good at following directions. So. Um, you know, encouraging them as well as their parents to find other activities. If your if your eyes are starting to get tired, it means you spend too much time looking at the screen. Right. And so let's let's think think of some. Let's think right now. Think of one or two things you can do when your eyes get tired, so we can we can give them a break from the phone or from the computer screen or the uh, or the tablet that would make it that would be just as much fun, if even not more fun. Um, right. And and not necessarily drive the parents any crazier. So or thank you, you, Susan. And I think even using some kind of timer to say, okay, it's been it's been 40 minutes. Now let's step away. Let's do something else. Um, I know one more burden for the student, but for the parents, but this this is um, I think this is a red flag that's coming that we really can't ignore. Well, I agree. And thank you. I think this this raises our awareness as well. And and quite personally, we all need to be looking at less screens. And so uh, I, I'm going to take this to heart. Thank you again. My pleasure. Thank you. Practice pointer. Include visual acuity assessment in all your school age children and counsel your children and parents about limiting screen time and its potential for long term visual dysfunction. Join us next time when we investigate prolonged shoulder pain and the diagnosis of impingement syndrome and adhesive capsulitis. Thank you for listening to Frankly Speaking About Family Medicine, brought to you by PrimeMed. To claim credit and receive additional information about the article referenced in today's episode, visit primemed.com podcast and see you next week.